The following pendant production. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for the Kingery, episode 12, 12 XO2. Yes, I'm reading is hard. Uh, <laughs> navigation failure. Um, I'm your director, <laughs> Jillian Morgan. We're off to a rip roaring start here. And uh, with me is uh, the writer of this episode, Kat Pride. Hello. 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 And just just a disclaimer. Yes, you're listening to this in yeah, nice, cool right. winter. We're recording this in the ball sack of summer. So yes, it is so hot, guys. So, so hot. concentration is difficult. Yeah, but we especially for Jillian. It's, little, yes. it's not quite as bad for me in in, in, in Florida today. Yes. Right? but it, but it was storming. So yes. always fun to figure out if we're gonna be able to do this or not. Exactly. And we're talking over a, a fantastic scene here with with Chris and Hebe. Yes. Caitlin and, and Max just do a phenomenal job here, as always. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, sure. You know, it was it was awesome. You know, I always try to make sure I listen to the episode before we actually record, and I actually had an opportunity to do that this time, so uh, I got to listen to this, you know, quietly without the two of us talking over it, which is good. Um, but uh, they they both do a phenomenal job here. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Caitlin gave me so many options on a lot of these, especially these long speeches. And it was it really hard to pick interest. which take was best sometimes because <laughs> it's all it's like, oh, I want to use that. I want to use that. So a lot of them ended up being like five, all five different takes jammed into yep. one line read. And it's fantastic. Mm, Frankenlining, my favorite thing to do. Yes, it's a blast sometimes. Yeah. But hey, it gets some good performances. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And of course, uh, last episode, uh, we lost Cal. Uh, yeah. F's in the chat for Cal. Um, yes, <laughs> F's, in the, F's in the chat for Cal, indeed. Um, and so now Chris is just having to process that, which, you know, that's never easy, especially when it's so sudden and so huge, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't offer to inform his family. I mean, yeah, she, she's in the military, technically. I, we've barely seen them really doing any military, but, you know, um, that's okay. Uh so, yeah, she's used to having people die around her, I'm sure. But yeah. this is some. This is a situation where it's not a war. Nobody's shooting each other. Nobody's on a life-saving mission or anything like that. It was a guy waiting on his parents and disaster struck. To attribute more yeah. value to the sacrifice of your own and, life. Yeah, and I, I, for me, that was part of like what... what definitely drew me to the episode and to mm -hmm. wanting to write this episode was because it is it's senseless and it's about everyone trying to process uh, something that's senseless that's either you know that that, that might be an accident and you try to find meaning in the accident or it might not be an accident and then there's all the questions of you know you know what happened and and did it you know because because you never know so it's just like i wanted to play with the idea of, of what do you do when you there are no clear answers even when, even when someone might tell you there's clear answer. Yeah, and you so. really did a fantastic job breaking this down for something like that, regardless of Thank the situation, you. whether it's a, a wreck or some other disaster like that, you know, some other situation. Yeah. yeah. So uh, really good thing that probably speaks to a lot of us these days, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's it, it definitely felt like a... You know, and I, I think I said this last last year, too, working on a lot of the Papa Arkell scenes. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I try I, I've, I've had a, a lot of really awesome opportunities just through the through the the, the serendipity of which episodes I end up working on um, <laughs> that I've gotten to process some of my own emotions and, and experiences that I've had over the years that, you know, as a writer, 
I didn't, I, you know, last time I was writing a show regularly, I wasn't really processing those things, and now right. I'm having opportunities to do that. So, um, you know, anytime we get to talk about one of those facets of grief, I'm, I'm very, I'm very thrilled to be able to do so. The Kingery, it's free therapy. It is absolutely. <laughs> I just yeah. don't know that you want that therapy all the time because we don't no. have the best therapists. Like we don't give no. the best advice. Some people are like, "Yeah, therapy, drink more," and you're like, we, "Oh we, no." <laughs> we are not licensed professionals. No, definitely my, not. My wife is. I'm not. <laughs> this is this is edutainment. Do not take what we say with any sort of exactly. professional <laughs> professional endorsement. You're killing me here. No. Uh, so we're, we've now moved on to uh, Papa Arkell and Madison. Um, yes. And their whole situation. Um, Bridget gave me some fantastic stuff there as she's banging around the kitchen trying to put away things. <laughs> that take of the, of the cough cough bullshit was just amazing. Like, as yes. even way, way better than it was in my head. That was fantastic. But also to make sure she doesn't try to take care of you. And you got Papa here. Of course, he's still a little confused about everything. Yeah. His, his brain is still scrambled eggs at times. Yes. But, but then he jumps a couple minutes later here into something resembling clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Something resembling clarity is a good example. Yeah, that's like a good way to put it. Yeah. Because he kind of goes from being like super out of it to then super what seems like super lucid and just yeah. like scares the bejesus out of Madison. <laughs> oh. Oh, the, the, boy, the six thin mints and a pocket translator. This, that, you know, I really enjoyed writing that line. I'm not going to lie. Oh my God, that's a binary language, by the way. <laughs> we have lieutenants? What? <laughs> yeah. Also, I will I will take any opportunity I can to work the word bupkis into any script. I don't do it enough, but I'm so happy I got to use it here. So happy I got to use it here. Yes. You almost hear the light bulb come on over their head as they figure yeah. out, wait a minute, I, I have an idea. There's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Pine Ridge. We haven't seen Pine Ridge since, what, season five? Mm-hmm. Um, Asa and Allison Something went like there. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was fun to revisit, especially since here's every monsters. <laughs> yes. And screaming. <laughs> lots and lots of, you know, actual factual biscuit. radioactive mutants. <laughs> yes. You know, like like you that like you do like you have. <laughs> yes, like you have. You know, in 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 the the universe that is the Kingery. Yes. You know, your your average everyday radioactive you know, mutants. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while since we, we've been to other planets anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, this yeah absolutely. One is extremely uh, triple so radioactive. <laughs> yep. Um, I didn't expect you to be running on But yeah, this is fun as Asa's settling would... back into the life, as it were, and being in charge, which he doesn't want, but he realizes he needs to for the good of everybody. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, and I really like, I really like also um, Kim's performance here is uh, is Briggs because we, you know, so much of so much of, of Kim's time playing Doc Briggs has been, you know, under someone's control. Um, right, exactly. But uh, but I love their chemistry here because it's like it's, it's that it's that like fun like. Um, like as time goes by, kind of like you know, they 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 are they are both a new and not a new relationship, and right. that's a lot of fun to play with. Right. It ain't the sleep that's the problem. 
I slept in alleys and yeah, he slept in a lot of strange places. He has. As long as he had a sandwich, he was fine. Pretty much. It was. It was not at all surprising for Tizzy to find him behind a dumpster somewhere. Nope. Ace has had quite the roller coaster life. Yep. He got, got his teeth fixed at some point too. He doesn't whistle talk anymore. Yeah, good point. Earlier he had the line, "Just butter my ass and call me a biscuit." I love that. Thank you, thank you. So I got my southernisms in. Yep. Anything Bless your heart. That's all we need. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want this life. I, I don't want to see all these people that. For some reason, yeah, this is fun. My, my sound effects for the beginning of this were radioactive wasteland of doom. But at a distance. Good at distance, yes. You know, I try, to, I try to give you something fun to play with, you know? Yeah, it's still better than, say, sound effects clouds. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Not in one I've done, but it's one I've seen. And I think I did one, uh, I think my, my mini-sode was like, elevator of the future. Like... <laughs> No, it's just, most of my stuff nowadays is just phone of the future. <laughs> Doors yes, lots of the future. Of, lo yeah, lots of, of the future. And, and he pulls out his future phone and calls someone. Yes. <laughs> She's never given me a reason to think she would do anything. It's uh, the fun here. Oh, yeah. Future kind of I got nothing in this. For sure. And even less to work with. Yeah, he's having to build this back up from the ground because... Yeah. The whole thing was destroyed. There were still bodies yep. in there. Yep. It's like overrun, radioactive monsters, absolute wasteland, no natural resources or infrastructure. And Ace is like, oh, good. This is what I get to work with. Fantastic. But, you know, he's been dealing with garbage for a while, so he may be a lot more comfortable with, with fixing things he up. He's uniquely qualified, than, yeah, one might exactly. say. What would you need? I always love getting to write Asa because it's just like such a, a down-to-earth scene compared to anything else yeah, I might write. Like, you know. He has such a different way of talking from everybody else. Yeah. Future phone. <laughs> Zeph, I hope you're sitting down. I got a unique proposition for you. No. And, and I cannot wait for all of you to find oh, out what happens next. It's going to be so much episode. fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> And now we're back at the spider's den, which is uh, AI Socks's casino. Yes. Um, various muffled Where sounds of debauchery, money, games, people frolicking. <laughs> there isn't a scandalized gasp at the end of that, but I feel like there should be of like people frolicking. <gasps> it should just be implied. Pearls clutched. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Have your fainting count ready when you listen to the canary. This this was so much fun to mix. The, the ad lib of and they squeak a little is probably one of my favorite yes. ad libs I've ever heard. And what I did here is she gave me takes as both AI socks and OG socks. Mm -hmm. And since I established at the end of last season that they could that they did at least to a point work independently of each other, I was able to play with that a little. And so she's almost like having a conversation with herself as Mass comes in, horrified. <laughs> and I, I, I absolutely love this because the whole point of the scene is to show that, like, uh, you know, that 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 the whole idea behind the scene from like a writer's perspective was like I wanted to show that like, you know, uh, the AI is not as like focused as the AI thinks they are. Like, no, like, no. And, uh, and and that OG socks is kind of slipping in there, so I really love how this came out because it yeah, really it, it really so like fun. hammers that home. It was so much fun to mix it. 
and also just finding the sound effects of pecking peanuts. That was, I, I had so much fun coming up with that because I was like, we were talking about like, okay, we want it to be like something super mundane. Like just something right. like, what is a weird thing that people would like? And I was like, what would be the weirdest thing I could do if I had infinite budget and like nobody to tell me not to do something? And I was like, no joke, I'd probably dump myself in a vat of packing peanuts just to see what would happen. Like, because packing peanuts are kind of fun. And then I was like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like bubble wrap. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I think I'm gonna go with packing peanuts instead of bubble wrap because they're speaky. Um, but exactly. uh, and, and no. Renee puts just such passion. She really does. Really How could you not know? Money means mm. nothing unless you spend it. Yeah. There, yeah. There was actually uh, one line there, 66, where I actually merged the take of OG socks, morphing it into AI socks. I love it. That was fun. <laughs> I'm using my advanced knowledge of Plague Inc., everybody, to tell you, you that there can be bacteria and prions. Gasp! Not prions, anything but that. Airmid. I, I like this. this is, she's, she's. It cures everything, so yeah, we need this. Yes. Just wonderful. Um, and if he had a face, they would be turning so red right now. In fact, the screen is probably turning red as well. <laughs> and he's just, it's just, his irateness is just beautiful. Yes, he's, coming so, out. he's so just like scandalized and angry. And again, we had what another morph back into OG socks with sensitivity. And the, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, they're such a fun pairing. They are. And now from pairings to uh, trios here. Has, uh, yes. Herbert Yu. That's, that's, that's place. I don't know if we've the been day. there before. Uh, so. Church of the... Uh, yeah, it, it was a church at one point. Or something, uh, so. Yeah, yeah. The, so so the actual... Yeah, so, so this was this was the location of the Church of the Holy Lamb. So for the long-time Kingery listeners, the, the place that Shepherd built. And uh, and then it... Yeah, and as Cynthia is mentioning it, it's been a lot of things over the years, so, uh, the Kingery. Yes. Um, but uh, I was... I, I, we, I think I just came out of watching Dune, so I decided to name the campus the Herbert Campus. <laughs> it's all right. Learn, learn from uh, learn from what you love. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't dilute you. Navigating organic relationships is a constant learning. This is always nice when we get to uh, delve into the uh, strange and complex Gordian knot that is the Titia Hebe Palace relationship. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously I am biased as both the Polly person and also as Cynthia's actress, but I love writing them so much. And I love that we're getting to explore kind of like how the dynamics are adjusting and they've gotten, clearly they've gotten better. They're not, they're not like no. as antagonistic after they had their, their, their truce at the end of season 11. So right. it was a lot, it's a lot of fun to dive back in and see where they are. It's, it's, it's nice seeing Tithia only in emotional danger rather than physical danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's much better, really. Yeah, so it's the joke every year is uh, used to be, uh, what, what are we going to put Tithia through now? <laughs> Tithia must suffer. I appreciate yeah. your... She's our O'Brien. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I've come to rely on you as my own emotional support individual, but 
these solo counseling sessions are new territory for me. I want to know that I am capable of rendering... It's so much fun writing them, and I really like that, that Besides, we're getting to explore kind of like he be trying to figure out who he is right. outside of the things that he's done. So oh. that that's kind of fun. Oh. Even though Tithy is kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. You not yeah, being codependent I mean, on me is kind of weird. <laughs> and we, we haven't really gotten been allowed to see much emotional growth from Hebe until the past couple of seasons, because... When he started, yeah. he, he was just the computer. Then he blew up. Then they put him back yes. together. Um, then he may or may not have gotten controlled by the fifth. Impossible. He says he didn't. Um, <laughs> we skipped ahead two years. Um, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, so so as of right now, as far as everything we know, like, like, and I'm not, like, I'm not even, like, holding back. As far as we know, he wasn't, he, he worked with the fifth. He didn't, he wasn't controlled by them. Um, so, so we'll see. You know, I don't know if that'll change in, in years down the road, but uh, but as far as I know right now, that's right. you know, he be did he did try to uh, to do what he said. Or he was trying to, to protect the people he actually had come to care about. Much better on my resume than what I've currently got. I mean, not that I'm actively looking to change positions. I'm just, um, you know. I'm just, I'm just scoping out the competition. That's all. <laughs> just what people think when you come up with four excuses. Oh, fuck you. That is such bullshit. So it's, it's fun it's seeing them playful like this. Like yeah, when he makes the joke absolutely. About, about uh, steady controlled descents on shaky Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Freaking insane department. <laughs> and I love and I love getting to do these kinds of scenes because like like I mean I ad lib a ton like we're not even like a bunch like I don't like change the lines too much but just it's just fun to give a little extra color yeah, exactly. in it and and Max is a lot of fun to play off of your girlfriend in sector eighty eight G. Girlfriend, oh my god! Oh, are you serious right now? You're the freaking dean. Yeah. I was so excited that we were doing this storyline. I told you a few weeks ago about how I was negotiating my schedule. The university was so close to breaking ground on this a few months ago. I put in for the position as the dean for the science department. And Hebe just kind so, of, um, I'm, I'm you've here brushed too. up on your resume. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I want a copy of it to pass along for the open professor. Hebe's got the opposite of the Scott Lang problem. Oh, Hebe so would very much cool. like to be included. He's not yes. happy to just be included, awesome. though. Like, no. I mean, Kimi, this is, this is great. It means we're all here at the Kingery. No more fucking annoying commutes. I, yes. Bless <laughs> well, you. You swear a lot more in your ad libs than Tithy does. I do. Face, yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, it's it's you like know? it's you know it's not funny. So I swear so much of my ad libs, and then when I write so major, I, my note my note from Tilly almost every time is you need to make major swear more. And I'm like, right. why can't I just channel that when I'm writing major? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, she she will eventually get around to them, but you know, yes. it's, it's nice to put them in there too, just to get the voice correct. A modicum of time in the same room to satisfy Tithia's insane need to make us all friends. Insane. <laughs> suspicious in the way one is of su is suspicious of Romulans bearing gifts. Yes. Anyway. And I do love that their nicknames for each other are Demand Girl and Hoverboy. It works. So great. It works. Oh, and then we go right into the emotional trauma. Oh, I figured I would give us some fluff and then just hit you in the head. Oh, God. Alicia, she did just a phenomenal fucking job here. She gave me so much extra crying to work with in the scene, and 
just my the energy is, is she's just and I'm gonna have the fucking destroying Stephanie's yeah. apartment. It's just it's and it you know happened. and you never see Maddie come unglued like no. this. And no. I was so privileged. I was so glad that I got to write it because I was like I can't like this never happens. And it was just so she just blows it out of the water. Maddie. And this is a side of, of their relationship we, we don't get to see too often. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, Maddie doesn't get upset very often. So Stephanie doesn't have to be the comforter. I'm the head of yeah. the They're usually the, you know, both the tough chicks. You know, Nothing uh. happens so seeing them emotional and bare like this is a really cool thing to, to come out of the episode here. Yeah, absolutely. And I just... What do you and I love that she's like seriously like I will literally throw every bit of resource at this if I have to, because that's what Stephanie knows how to do. And it's mm-hmm. just like ah. And I love that I, I I did love that you, you came back around with the I wish I knew because ultimately when you're dealing with something like this, that's that's the thing. You know, I wish I knew what I knew. You know, you don't know. You you might, you might know logically what you need, but emotionally you have no idea what what what. We'll fix the hole in your heart right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So and that's, yeah. And that's what I was, that's what I was going for, is I was trying yeah. to figure out, like, you know, how do you, you know, when you're navigating grief, there's always that moment of just, I mean, the title of the episode kind of says it. It's the it's the navigation failure, the moment where you become so unmoored, you don't even know what you need to, to stop crying or just start thinking. So, yeah, that's the uh, end of the episode. It was a shorty, but it was a fun one. Um, yeah. Next month, we've got Caitlin Kleiman making her debut as a oh, yeah. part of the writing team. So that'll be... That'll be fun. I this just finished fixing that episode, so uh, I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to it too. I've only talked to her very briefly, so it'll be nice to have a little more time with her. Um, so uh, until next time, uh, leave us a review on on iTunes or whatever your podcast uh, feed of choice is. If they allow reviews, please do. We love that. It's our currency. It's our life. Uh, look us up on social media: Twitter, Facebook, maybe MySpace. I don't know. I think we still have Tumblr too. Who knows? Um, pendantaudio.com as you just heard Tilly say um, carrier pigeon if required yes <laughs> yes uh, maybe not make them fly in this heat but you know how <laughs> yeah no kidding anyway uh, thank you Kat as always um, we'll talk to you later in the season I'm sure and, fantastic uh, yep thank you for having me and until next time we will see ya <laughs>